0: Listen massive yeah. yeah. Mysterioso Pizzicato. I mispronounce both those words. But motherfucker, and I mean motherfucker, I'm so happy I just got to play that. You may know, if you're a longtime listener to the show, that uh, I've been looking for the, what I called, sneaky villain music for years. And I could never find it. Even though my my kind of a description slash reenactment of it It wasn't that bad because I kept going which okay doesn't sound like it but given I'm trying to remember something from when I was five I wasn't that far off so that is the uh Mysterioso Pizzicato which I'm again uh, Mysterioso I probably pronounced right Pizzicato new um it is uh from silent films i couldn't find it until the wonderful the joyous the the worshipful atlas obscura um they uh they did a little piece on it which made me quite happy i mean not happy happiness is a thing i don't have god this is just the most awkward thing ever okay sorry you're just gonna have to i wonder if you can go over here hi um camera uh yes okay so as if you're listening to the show I'm, I'm live right now on the um on the internet and it is it has worked as well as you would expect it to work <laughs> that being not all that well um sort of half my face is showing whatever we're just gonna have to deal with that this is not going to be up for all that long okay so um let's see it says youtube is not receiving enough video to maintain smooth streaming as such viewers will experience buffering i wonder what that means well, I don't really care, as long as the, as long as the audio doesn't buffer. Because, I mean, it is a, um, who gives a shit? Okay, so, um, Pizzicato Misterioso. we're going to read it to you. So, um... This tune called The Misterioso Pizzicato is a musical go-to for sneaky situations forever associated with thieves, creeps, stalkers, and spies. Along with its villainous name, The Misterioso Pizzicato has a fittingly roguish backstory uh, to reach its current level of ubiquity. Even though ubiquity, I couldn't fucking figure it out what it was. Uh, no one's quite sure who wrote it. Some think it was J. Bodewalt Lampy. A ragtime arranger for famous for his takes on dance craze songs like The Turkey Trot. Others credit J.S. Zamiknik. Um, that's, a, that's a showbiz name. <laughs> a composer who wrote scores for silent films in Ohio's Hippodrome Theater. Uh, most uh, think that the piece started out life around 1916 as a silent film. Mood, in quotes. Mood, short riffs, blah blah blah. We all know what moods are. I mean, we don't. It doesn't really matter. I forgot how long this is. The point is, the pizzicato blah 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 is not something that was famous from silent films. What it was, however, uh, was famous when the Merry Melodies, a.k.a. Looney Tunes, uh, did spoofs of the old uh, silent film tropes. One of the, you know, tying uh, maidens to train tracks and whatnot. Even though those tropes were actually from silent films, they were more from from previous, uh, you know, kind of, uh, what do you call those? Uh, Not ragtime. What's that thing that people did um, Charlie Chaplin was in it. What is that called? Oh, um... Um, help me. Someone someone, tell me the name of the thing. Uh, vaudeville. It's a vaudevillian, old vaudevillian thing. So anyway, th- 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 shut up, Alex. The whole f- fucking point is, I finally found this stupid thing through an Atlas obs- Obscura article. I have no use for it. I don't remember why I needed it. It was from five years ago four years ago when i was doing audio pieces for the show um and i needed something i couldn't find it i brought it to the show saying hey I could, someone help me i asked every person i ever fucking knew help me no one did finally i found it after all these years completely useless to me but i just the the level of of, of relaxation i can experience now it's pretty intense hold on a second So, to start tonight's program, I spilled half a cup of coffee on the uh, studio table. Fantastic. Because nothing says, hey, you're about to experience a successful broadcast, like spilling a bunch of coffee on the table with <laughs> expensive computer equipment. If anybody was there while I was setting up, and I think at least two of you were, you know why I need new equipment. Um, everything in here is broken, it's terrible. And I really, um, so, so, uh, donate alexcast at, uh, at, um, gmail.com. Do that on PayPal. Uh, the, uh, my computer is fucked up and fuck it. No one cares. Other things to say. I have a whole like list of shit in front of me. I don't like this, this whole being on camera thing. I wonder, I'm going to turn it kind of over here. I wonder if that'll help. You can tell I'm being made awkward. No, it's my my live feed is a little behind. Uh, no, that just cut off like half my face. This is terrible. The whole thing's terrible. Moving on. Audience at home, you don't know what I'm talking about. We'll we'll deal with it. Uh so yeah. Um I need new no equipment. Yada yada, wine, 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 I'm poor. I wasted my money on coffee, and then spilled it on a table. Um uh, Oh yeah, okay, so anyway, uh, here's another uh, article, well, not another article, like an article I found. This is sportsbettingdime.com, um, is a site that gets linked to a lot. So, uh, this is this dude's Oscar picks, um, and where's the, um, This is a terrible episode, I'm sorry. I'm never going live again. This was the worst idea I've ever had. Um. Oh, just read the fucking thing. Uh, last year, we were prophetic in predicting the Oscar- Oscars. We went with the simplistic science of betting on the white guy, and that paid off in spades. Ew. That's a fucking poor choice of word. Figuring out who will win the main categories this year's show has been far more challenging. There are many great films that deserve to be recognized. Uh, except, had uh, diversity, diversity, diversity is good. Um, he didn't like Arrival. All right, well, let's just go through, uh, Best Picture, La La Land, Moonlight, Manchester by the Sea, Arrival, Lion, Hell or High Water, Fences, Hidden Figures, Hexall Ridge. So, uh, I've seen half of Hidden Figures, uh, I saw Arrival, and I saw La La Land. Um, he's got the betting odds, La La Land 3 to 1, Moonlight 4 to 1. Manchester by the Sea, five to one. Arrival, nine to one. Lion, ten to one. Hell or High water, eleven to one. Fences, twelve to one. Hidden Figures, fifty to one. Hacksaw Ridge, fifty to one. Um, Taxol Ridge is directed by a, a, a known anti-Semite and pile of human garbage, uh, Mel Gibson. So I don't really think we should even consider him for anything, and and we shouldn't forget, you know, that he's 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 a terrible human. Um, he's he's anti-Semitic. He he hates black people. He's he's he's, he's really like we shouldn't be so so uh, laissez faire about about like kind of letting him pass on this because he's just you know again just a garbage pile. Um, <laughs> I liked La La Land. Uh, it's a musical, which I'm not really huge into musicals, but yeah, it, I dug it. It was good for what it was. Um, uh, hidden Figures, yeah, I mean the part I saw, I liked Arrival, I liked, but it's a little bit boring. Um, I'm just gonna go with La La Land because that's what this guy's going for. And I agree with this guy. Uh, best director, we've got Damien Chazelle, La La Land, Barry Jenkins for Moonlight, Kenneth Lonergan, Manchester Sea. Dennis Villeneuve for Arrival, Mel Gibson for... Well, as we went through uh, Mel Gibson, terrible uh, pile of shit human being, so not him. Let's go with... um. I'm going to go with Barry Jenkins on this one, just because Moonlight's a cool title. Best actress, Emma Stone, Natalie Portland, Isabel Hubert, Meryl Streep, and Ruth Nega. Oh Ruth Nega's the shit. She's she's on um Um she's on Preacher. She plays uh the, the the Preacher's kind of on Again girlfriend type thing. Oh she's the oh yeah, she should win. She's fantastic. And you know, if if I may be so bold, rather dishy. Best lead actor, Casey Affleck, Denzel Washington, Ryan Gosling, Andrew Garfield, or Vigo Mortensen. You know. That's tough. I hate Casey Affleck. Denzel Washington. I mean he, he used to be good. Maybe he's still good. Ryan Gosling. He's that handsome guy. Oh yeah, he was La, La Land. Andrew Garfield, that's that's um that's the one who played Spider-Man and Vigo Mortensen. Oh, that's the guy from Lord of the Rings. Okay, Vigo Mortensen, that's my choice. And we're getting bored of this. So yeah, uh read it. Uh the links in the show notes. Um oh you know what I, I have to do? Facebook.com slash the standard pdx. That's the bar I go to. Uh, it's very important that you go there, facebook.com slash thestandardpdx. It's also uh, – it's actually more so important that you go to 14 Northeast 22nd because that's physically where they exist. If you go in, they've got this really sweet deal going right now where if you go in, you can give them money and they will give you alcohol. Um, it's really cool. Like I don't know if you've run into this before. They It's 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 referred to as a bar. So like you go in, you're like, hey, um, can I please – have some alcohol and then they'll be like yes what kind of alcohol and you're like there there's more than one and they'll tell you there's a lot of kinds of alcohol they sell a lot of them uh yeah so go in and like then you can give them money and they'll give you alcohol and then you can drink aforementioned alcohol and and everything will feel delightful within you for for a short time so do that 14 northeast 22nd facebook.com slash the standard pdx pretty good right i mean not really but you know what are you gonna do, um, yes, that's that, am I, do I have to say anything else, yeah, whatever, you get it, it's a, it's a bar, go to a bar, get drunk, it's fucking great, um, I, I just got thrown off, I, I so I have this episode written up, uh, already, because I had, I had a list of things to talk about, and I was given an experiment of, like, writing up first, and, uh, the, the spell check grammar check I used, Grammarly, had uh, the word finally underlined. And I was thrown off terribly because I, I thought I had spelled finally wrong. Because I've been looking for an excuse to kill myself uh, for the past, like, 36 years. And I think if I misspelled finally, it would be like, oh, I, you know, I can just do it. You know I can finally just take that step and just off myself because I'm the type of person that would misspell finally. However, I don't have to. Because I spelled it right, they were just yelling at me because they believe I need a comma. Which I disagree. Fuck you, Grammarly. My house, my rules. (laughs) I don't know how to sound tough. Uh, Yes. Thank you for sharing that. Guys, I have to remind you again that going live is terrible. And this might be the last time it ever happens. I said the last time, too. Um, Yeah. This is the worst camera angle in the history of ever. I wonder if I... I'm gonna hide. No, I can't do it. This is just awful. And I'm sorry. Wait, I'm gonna just try to get me off camera. Because it's really throwing me off. Sorry, guys. And not sorry, guys. Like, sorry. Um, let's see. Come on, catch up. I'm waiting for my, my camera to catch up with uh, with me. so I can see if I'm off camera. And... Good job, Alex, of a few seconds ago. Fan fucking tastic. Okay, now I can live. Here is uh something I found out. I've never read The Princess Bride. That's not the thing I found out. I've, I've known that. I mean, ever since I found out the Princess Bride was a book, I've been aware of the fact that I haven't read it. Because I mean, that'd be a that'd be a really specifically amazingly bad kind of stupid if if I thought I read a book I didn't. From the moment I picked it up, I'm like, oh, look, The Princess Bride. I've read this, even though I was unaware of it before. So that's not the news. The news is, I found this thing about The Princess Bride. Did you, Alex? I did. Please, let me continue. So uh, The Princess Bride, as you know, is the one with Carrie Elwes and um, whatever that lady's name is, Robin Penn, Robin Robin Wright, who I think was married to someone named Penn for a while. It was written... By a man called uh, William uh, uh, Goldman. And here's the story behind that. Not the the writing. Because that's. He does this thing where. He doesn't claim. uh, Not he doesn't claim. This is the. the, What do you call it? The the conceit of the book. He doesn't claim that he wrote the book. He says that uh, it was originally a book. By uh, S. uh, Morgenstern. We uh, originally wrote the book. this a long ass book called The Princess Bride. And what uh, what William Goldman did was take the bits uh, from the Princess Bride that are good and then uh, boil it down to be uh, the, the book The Princess Bride as we know it, uh, the one by William Goldman and that were you know translated by. Uh, he says that uh, the, the Morgan Stern is a, is a uh, legendary Florinese author. Uh, now you may be picking up on the fact that Florinese is not a thing. And Florin is is part of the... Yeah, so anyway. Uh, oh, here's where he put it. Um, Goldman, he writes of himself in the book's lengthy preamble, didn't write The Princess Bride as Morganset did. He's a legendary Florinese author, and the original take on the story was an epic tale, the published long-at-a-print version of which, gigantic and extremely long, from which Goldman edited to present his book, or as he calls it, The Good Parts. Goldman also details how he hoped the gift of the Morganstern volume would please his loathsome son. <laughs> Which is fucking wonderful, so uh, and then this is I like the way that uh, side splitter I'm getting this from again the the links on the, the website is of course none of this is true. Goldman wrote the only princess Pride there ever was. Morganston isn't real. Florin isn't real, and Goldman never even had a son. So that's the best shit ever. He did it to he he translated this book that doesn't exist from an author doesn't exist to shut his uh, to please his loathsome son who also doesn't exist. So. Uh, this is the part that, that it quite likes. So the book is peppered with interruptions from Goldman telling the reader what he left out of the original text. Only once does he mention his writing his own scene, a powerful emotional reunion between the story's hero, Wesley, and his true love, Buttercup. But it's not in the book. Goldman explains because the publisher won't allow him to put words in the great Morganstern's mouth, Goldman does, however, tell the reader that they can get the scene he wrote mailed to them if they write to the book's publisher. So if you wrote to the book's publisher, you would get this letter back, and this is from the, the 70s. So this is the the first letter, dear reader. Thank you for sending in. And no, this is not the reunion scene because a certain roadblock named Kermit Shog, as, uh, as, as, as soon as bound books were ready, I got a call from my lawyer, Charlie. You may not remember, but Charlie's the one I called from California to go down in the blizzard to buy *The Princess Bride* from the used books dealer. Anyway, he usually begins with Talmudic humor, wisdom jokes, and only one time he just. and this one time, he says, "Bill." I think you better get down here. And before I'm even allowed to say why, he adds, Right away, if you can. I panicked. I zoomed down, wondering who could have died. Uh, did I flunk my tax audit? What? His secretary let me into his office and says, This is Mr. Shog, Bill. And there he is, sitting in the corner, hands on his briefcase, looking exactly like an oily version of Peter Lorre. I really expected him to say, Give me the falcon, you must, or I'll be forced to kill you. That's my Peter Lorre impression, by the way. That's at Alex's note. Mr. Shogg is a lawyer, Charlie goes on, and this next was said underlined, He represents the Morganstern estate. Who knew? But who could have dreamed such a thing existed in a state of a dead man at least a million years that no one had ever heard of over here anyway? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, perhaps a few, uh, perhaps you will like a few words with your client alone now. And Charlie nodded and he went out. And once he was gone, I said, Charlie, my God, I never figured. And he said, uh, did Harcourt, and not that they ever mentioned, oh, the Grunt, oh, Jesus Christ, Alex, I can't read this whole fucking thing. This is the worst episode ever. God, I fucking suck at being a podcaster. Anyway, it's very funny. He writes this whole letter uh, describing how Mr. Shog, the lawyer for the Bergenstern estate, stopped him from v- putting out the uh, extra chapter. This goes on to, uh, uh, so that's in originally the 80s, or no, the 70s. Then he updates it, uh, saying further things because of the movie back in... I don't know, 83 or whenever the movie came out, 87. Who gives a shit? Then he updated it again in 1998 for the 25th anniversary. And then um, in 2003, it was updated for the 30th anniversary uh, that would send people to the website and keep promising these lost chapters uh, that he wrote from the book, The Princess Bride. Uh, the, The only chapter that he wrote of the fake book by the fake author and the only chapter that he wrote is the one chapter that he actually didn't write because it's completely made up. I love this story. I think it's fantastic. However, me reading it in a podcast was a really stupid idea, and I apologize to everybody listening. I will put the link on AlexCast.com. Go there. I think this episode has taught me one thing. Um, I may quit podcasting. This might be the last episode of the AlexCast. This this has been terrible in every way humanly possible, and I'm sorry I made you sit through it. (laughs) Maybe making fun of myself will help that'll that'll make people feel good right who knows yeah so uh that's the william goldman letter who gives a shit let me tell you some other things i don't know what i should tell you okay update from last week so last week uh we had uh katie montana jordan on and we did a, a ouija board session before the podcast started uh during that session we uh had a bit of a Contact made with something that may be some kind of Native American shamanic spirit type thing. Now I'm fast forwarding through that because it sounds fucking bonkers, <laughs> but it might be real. Who knows? But the fact is, it was real in that it was a thing that happened. Who knows? You know where the from from whence that thing sprang. But I said last week that I would try to um, update y'all on it, if, uh, anything happened, so, over the weekend, I did some meditating, and, um, I was trying to, not necessarily get in contact with, uh, this, this spirit, but maybe, you know, I don't know, elucidate what happened, or try to, you know, whatever, just, I meditated on it, long story short, and, um, fuck all happened, I got nothing new, so I was like, all right, let's try this, the next day, Sunday, the lord's day I imbibed what I like to call marijuana I just drank the rest of my coffee sorry if I made a gulping noise on mic so I got high and I was like oh I'll get high and then meditate and see if I can't uh, try to contact this 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 native american shaman spooky ghost thing and you know what happened fuck all nothing, quiet as a church mouse, nothing, I don't know what to do now, that was my only option, was meditating on it, I mean, I do know what to do, I think I'm going to try to flip some tarot on it, or maybe do some automatic writing, or, automatic writing, probably not a great idea, because I'm, when we were talking to this thing via the the Ouija board, uh, he, he, it seemed uh, confused. And one of the theories, positive, is that English was not obviously his first language, so automatic writing would be. That'd be a little awkward, right? Like, hey, guy that was here before the white people showed up and brought their shitty language, you want to try to do some automatic writing with me, the descendants of white people and using their shitty language? That'd be pretty insulting to this weird shamanic entity that, that's controlling my head. <laughs> You ever, uh, you ever in the middle of saying something realize, uh, like, kind of the, the totality of what you've done wrong with your life kind of, like, falls in on top of you? And you're like, oh shit. Like, look at this. Look, look, look at what's happened in my life. I'm talking to myself into a fucking microphone that barely works. Well, the microphone works. It just connects to a computer that's dying. I'm talking about my sh- shamanic... Ghost, Indian, Native American, sorry. I'm old. He was an Indian when I was a kid. I it, I don't know what I'm doing. I just don't know. Oh, you know what I am doing, though? Here's something to tell you guys about, because I need to waste eight more minutes. How do, here's, here's This is the incredible part about hosting a, a podcast. I, I'm aiming to do a half an hour, and I can't even fucking fill it lately. Here's... Okay, this is the, Let me let, I'll put some more cards on the table here. Um, yeah, that was the end of that Native American thing, because I don't really know what to do. But um, I was going to talk about the Oscar stuff for longer, but then I realized um, I have, like, nothing to say. Like, my entire La La Land review is literally, hey, if I liked musicals more, I would like it more. You know, <laughs> like, I don't I don't have much to go on. Um, so that, that didn't go anywhere. And then I didn't realize how long that fucking Pizzacato thing, uh, I kind of thought that would go longer. But then I really, you know, and then the Goldman thing. I didn't realize how long that was going to take to read that letter. So unless the whole episode was me just reading a fucking letter, which maybe it should be. Maybe that's what this show should be. Fuck the Alex has yes. to be Alex reads letters from from authors for 30 minutes at a time. Uh, yeah, so anyway, let's um let's what else can I tell you about? Oh, okay, this is what I can tell you. I am um Oh, Steph Quick says I should meditate outside near some nature-y stuff. Yeah, but I grew up on the other coast, so, like, I'd have to get some East Coast nature. None of this fancy West Coast nature. Um, Book. Novella. Thing. Short story. Short story-ish novella. Novella is short story. Novellino. Anyway, The Book of Lists is a short story I wrote that could be a novella. I don't know how, I don't know what the length is, but the point is, it's probably coming out this week i thought it was going to be out next week but it's been taking a lot longer to edit than i thought it would um but i, I it should be out this week i very much hope so keep an eye on that alexmullen.com um that's my writing website uh, or at the alice cast because that's the other thing where i update everybody through there because uh that would be good if you guys read that and bought it and uh, shared it with your friends right is that is that a good idea Let's see if Stephanie Quick said anything else. I'm out of shit to talk about. Um, she used to date a Cherokee lineage shaman, so feel free to ask. How does that? Be? I don't. I don't think you become a shaman just because you're sleeping with one. That would mean I'm like an angry art school girl. See, that's see what I did there? Because because sleeping. Cause, I got. Oh, this show's terrible. I don't know why you listen. I don't know why you listen, Stephanie. But thank you for it. Uh, Yeah, so this week, there's a... I'm better at writing, I guess. And I'm shitty at that. Uh, This this is spiraling. I'm spiraling. I'm done. I'm calling the show now. Uh, This has been an AlexCast. Go to AlexCast.com, at the AlexCast on Twitter. Um, And uh, yeah, yeah, keep in touch. I will, uh, you know, I don't know. I'll I'll do stuff. I'm going to put like a, I don't know, a song at the end of this or something. Maybe like a... Forty-minute version of Misterioso Pizzicato, and uh, and then that'll be fun. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So this has been an Alex asked, uh, I'm I. You know, congratulations if you sat through it. You know, it was a quick one though. So that'll that'll help. And uh, yeah, that's it. I'll be back next week for another. Maybe I'll even what's today Monday. Maybe I'll try to pop in later this week to try to make up for this garbage. Cause this was this was a swing and a miss but at least I swang, swung, swanged, whatever. Uh, that's it. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for, uh, stopping by and, uh, I will see you, uh, again sometime. I don't know when uh, we'll meet again. Some sunny day. Bye.